As always, I'm your host, Emma, and today we're going to be talking about the Jeanette McCurdy memoir, I'm Glad My Mom Died. And I'm sure many of you grew up watching Jeanette on Nickelodeon. I know I did. iCarly was one of my favorite shows, and Sam and Cat was definitely not one of them. I, I really did not like that spinoff, and I know Jeanette actually said that the original idea for the spinoff with Sam was called Puckett, and it was going to be her being a like high school guidance counselor and helping kids get back on the right path, which would have been a fantastic show. I'm already getting heated. Would have been a fantastic show, and I think really would have cemented Sam's character as a growing person because she did evolve a lot, and she has so many layers, and she would be a great role model for kids. Like, hey, you can really have a hard childhood and not a good family life and still become a good person and Sam could have taught so many kids so many good lessons and they gave us Sam and Cat instead. I was telling my roommate about it she's like that would be a great show. I was like I know and we got Sam and Cat. But the memoir was like nothing I've ever read before and I'll talk more about that but the memoir follows her life but there is some big time skips and the reason why there's some big time skips is because it's not following all the events in her life it's following a theme. And the theme that is following is the complicated relationship she has with her mom when her mom's alive and after her mom passes. She mainly talks about her many, many struggles, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, OCD, and she actually talked about, um, she was raised Mormon and she was talking about how people in the Mormon faith say that God or the Holy Spirit's supposed to reach out to you and she thought her OCD, um, tendencies or urges was the Holy Spirit reaching out to her at a young age and it was kind of heartbreaking to see because she was so excited thinking that oh the Holy Spirit has chosen me to talk to and they're going to help me and it was a mental illness that was causing her harm and making her anxious and at such a young age too and it went undiagnosed for years and it was very sad to see because just hearing her voice and how really so many of these mental illnesses really hurt her and she struggles with them and you're really just rooting for her to get better and it all started at such a young age because she was pushed into the spotlight and because of what her mom had done. But the main thing she talks about is her eating disorders and they were pushed on her at a young age by her mom to the point she actually starts a novel in like the prologue or chapter one i don't have the book in front of me actually because i could not find it anywhere um could not find it in any bookstores near me and even amazon it was sold out and i would have had to wait two and a half weeks for it to even be shipped to me and i really wanted to make sure i got this episode out because i really want to talk about this book everyone was talking about it and everyone was saying you have to read you have to read so i was like oh, I. so i really wish i had the books i would love to underline quotes or highlight or tab it this was a book i was like damn i really wish i had a physical copy but the audiobook was actually very good jeanette actually narrates it which i think adds another level to it because not only does her writing i think really come from the heart but you can really hear it come from the heart when she talks about it her her voice cracks at some points and she mimics other people and she tells her story and, and you really hear it and it's a, a beautiful work of passion and love i think and it i'm usually not a fan of memoirs and especially when you're that young because jeanette's not old at all 
I'm like, how much life have you lived? But she has, and I think this is a very important book to write for her, not only with the healing process for her, but I also think many, many, not only teenage girls, but just people need to hear that story and how to overcome challenges. And the book actually starts uh, with her mom in a coma and she goes up to her mom and says that she got down to her goal weight and she's so confident that that will make her mom proud and to wake her up from the coma and it doesn't work. That's how the book starts. So you know you're in for an emotional book. The writing of this book, you can tell Jeanette wrote it and many celebrities when they write their memoirs, it's ghost writers and you can tell. But Jeanette, no, you, you can tell she wrote this and you can tell every word she wrote. The writing reflects where she is in her life. In the beginning, she's a child and she writes as if she was a child. It's more naive. And yes, it, it's still like you tell an adult wrote this. It's not a, a baby talking, but it's more naive, hopeful, everything is bright. And then it becomes more jaded and she becomes negative and closed off and then she after her mom dies it's almost as if there's a moment of not maturity because i think she was very mature even as a child she was forced to be mature but almost a understanding and she becomes almost a new person after her mom dies because her mom was so involved in her life and overbearing that not having that anymore, it's almost as if she needs to find a new identity. And what's different about this novel than others is when I read it, I thought she was going to say that she hates her mom and all negatives, but no, she acknowledges that her mom is a complex person with her own issues. Her mom also took part in calorie counting. So her mom also suffered from an eating disorder. Her mom is also a hoarder and she talks about how she grew up in a, in a hoarder house and how she could not sleep in her room because it was covered in newspapers and other like garbage and she slept on mats on the floor with her brothers and her mom was also battling cancer and her her mom was very overbearing even to the point i think she her mom made her shower with her Till I think she was 16. So Jeanette didn't take a shower by herself until she was 16. That's crazy. And so her mom was a very complex person and Jeanette acknowledges that her mother had her own struggles and that her mom was a, a troubled person. So she doesn't blame her mom for things. It's, it's not a novel of just ripping on her mom she acknowledges and understands that her mom also had problems that stemmed deeper than just the physical illness of cancer. She had many mental problems. And Jeanette also acknowledges that those were pushed on her, not because her mom hated her, but I think it was because her mom wanted her to be successful I'm not, I'm not justifying the mom's actions. I'm trying to rationalize them like how Jeanette does. And Jeanette talks about how her mom 
wanted Jeanette to be successful at such a young age. It talks about how her mom's dream was being an actor, but she couldn't do it, so Jeanette has to do it. And Jeanette really didn't have a choice. It was just, you're going to be an actor, and everything was pushed on her, especially at such a young age. And she also talks about how she was the breadwinner at, at six for her family. So how do you stop? You just go to her mom, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Someone else go f find a job. No, she, she's, she's stuck. I usually don't enjoy memoirs. I, I think they're a very egotistical thing to do. For you to sit down and write a book about yourself and your life and your accomplishments and stuff like that, especially at a young age, I find it to be egotistical. But memoirs like this of someone overcoming struggles and does it in a humble way, I find is empowering. Jeanette and her story overcomes these eating disorders and she never is like, oh, well, I'm better than everyone else because I had to do all this and I'm now recovering. No, she doesn't do that. And she's also not someone that's bragging about her accomplishments or playing the victim because of her failures or her eating disorders or anything. She is humble when saying and there's a raw emotion to it. Like reading a memoir about someone that has struggled and overcame this, I find can be very empowering. But then also reading a memoir about someone, like my friend once did, re uh, did once read the Jake Paul thing because she wanted to see what it was about. It was all just him being like, oh well yeah, like I, I just posted videos and like she read that she was, it was very egotistical. There's a difference. But memoirs like this are hard to come by. I think they are. And I think this is why this memoir gripped so many people. Most memoirs, I think, are on a surface level because when people who are famous and write memoirs, they have an image to preserve. They have a publicist, they have an agent, they have a set image that they need to keep and an image they need to protect. Your image is everything, even when you're not famous, even when you're just an average Joe like you and me. The image you have is very important. So when I read a lot of memoirs, they feel very fake and over-edited like, they don't want to look past the surface level, but this one is. In fact, the book actually gets so personal and so emotional and so into Jeanette's psyche and struggles and family life. Many times I have to remind myself that this is real. It's not fiction. It, it reads like fiction because she goes into such detail that the average person would not want to go into. The average person would not want to broadcast all of these struggles and all of these family problems and all of these relationship problems and personal problems for the world to see. But I guess when you grow up in the spotlight, you're used to it all. Or maybe she did it to try to help people. I don't know why she did it. I mean, she says, oh, well, I, I wrote it to share my story and everything. But who knows? That might also not be the full answer. I don't think, we'll ever, I don't think anyone ever knows the real reason why they write a story. I mean, like, I can, I can tell you why I, I write some of my stories, but I never really know why. It's almost like every, everyone who says the reason why they write a story, it's only like a half-truth. You don't really know why you do it. So many times I had to remind myself, that no, this is a memoir. And it's almost as if she's stripping naked for us. I mean, she goes so in-depth and so raw with things she talks about throwing up and she talks about her real feelings towards working at Nickelodeon. She talks about her first experiences with sex 
and she talked about her relationship with her mom and living in a horror house and religion and all this and you're like wow like no one really would go into that in depth about it but Jeanette does and she has no shame and you shouldn't have any shame with telling your story like that but she airs it all out for us and I think that is why so many people are gripping to this memoir and why it's selling out everywhere let's see how much money this book has made so far okay in its first week alone it sold over 200,000 copies 200,000 copies and it's probably gonna sell more like I know I got for free as an audiobook I, I signed up for Audible 30-day free trial and I had two credits to read the book and I picked this book so and that was a little bit of a cheat sheet but I wanted to get a physical copy of it once it gets in stock again I cannot find it anywhere I even tried again the other day to find it I just cannot so this book is gripping people and I think it is because she is so raw and vulnerable with it and I think a lot of people relate to it whether it's an overbearing parent or having OCD or having depression or having an eating disorder or not knowing what to do during sex or not knowing how to form relationships or trying to make friendships and trying to navigate this and even maybe being pushed into a career you don't want. And I think that is what makes this different than other memoirs because other memoirs feel superficial. This one felt real. She never seemed to focus on preserving her image. She seemed to focus on telling her life story and potentially helping people. Never once did I feel like, oh, she's just saying this or she's not saying this to preserve her image because I think she doesn't care about her image anymore. And not in a bad way. I mean, like, you, you should care how people view you. You want to be viewed as a good, respectable person and all this stuff. But I think she is ready to come forth with all the things that were hidden because not many people knew what she was going through during this time and she was on TV and she was famous and, and everyone knew her and she was at award shows and then she was struggling. Her therapist came with her to award shows. No one had any idea about this. And I think seeing celebrities that we looked up to, especially as kids, reveal this side of them doesn't make us think anything less of them. It actually, I think, brings us closer because I know Jeanette McCray was a big part of my childhood and now seeing her like this she feels more human to me not so untouchable and out of reach and unapproachable to me reading this book it was almost like having a conversation with a friend like an old friend and we're catching up because we haven't seen each other in a long time and she's telling me her struggles and there's a connection on a deeper level I think and Maybe you didn't get that when reading it, but to me, it felt like I was sitting down with an old friend and we were catching up and we were trying to figure out where are we in life and how are we going to keep pushing forward and how are we going to keep fighting. So do I think you should read this book? Yes. I, I think it is probably one of the most important memoirs to read and I think it, it will impact you. It will definitely not be a book you forget. I know I will remember it for a very long time and I really wish I had a physical copy because I would love to go back and read quotes and talk about more. Maybe once I get a physical copy, maybe I'll do a part two of this and we can go more in depth. But the problem is with an audiobook, you can't really go back all the time because it's you can't really mark an audiobook and my free trial ended and I want to go back. So maybe I'll do a part two of this when I finally get a physical copy and we can 
talk about it more and we can go back and talk more about quotes in different parts because there's some quotes in it that you're like wow that, that's gonna stick with me and that's going to really stay uh, and that's really gonna affect me it's an intense book i i think you should be careful reading it especially if you are struggling with especially eating disorders because she goes very very deep into it i mean she talks about her process of counting calories and what it was like going to the grocery store and throwing up and she talks about how people viewed her with anorexia versus bulimia there's one line that she says that really stuck with me that was like people with eating disorders know what eating disorders look like and people with anorexia felt sympathy for people with bulimia because bulimia was deemed worse than anorexia so, something along those lines so it's a book, it gets into the nitty-gritty of these topics, it's intense. She talks about hush money she got, and therapist, and uh, bad sexual experiences, and bad relationships, and co-workers, and all, all this stuff. It, it's, it's not an easy book to read, but when I tell you the six, I think it came out to be like seven hours of audiobook, and I listened to it within two days. Because I, I cannot put down. I think if I had the book, I would have probably read it in a day. It, I could not put it down. So yes, I, I think you should read it. Especially if you grew up watching iCarly. And you grew up watching Nickelodeon. And you knew Jeanette. And, well, not you knew Jeanette. But you, she was a part of your childhood, especially on TV. But you are going to come across some very intense moments that I think you should be careful of. If you don't know if you can mentally handle that if they'll bring up stuff or, or have a trigger bad response but if you are looking for a story about life and overcoming things if you are looking for a memoir that feels real and that feels genuine this is the book for you and the title is kind of thrown off like i think that's probably one of the reasons why i want to i'm like why are you glad your mom died and i don't think she's glad her mom died because she hates her mom i think she's i think she titled it that because Finally being free from her mom has allowed her to begin this healing process. And it's a complex relationship her and her mom has. She loved her mom and she, she worshipped her mom. She Her mom was her everything. They were the closest. But it was a very rocky and complicated relationship that they had. And she goes more in depth with it. And again, I wish I had the book in front of me to do quotes. I'm definitely going to have to do a part two to this episode. But I think at the heart of it... This story is about love and healing and trying to find your place in the world. And maybe Jeanette still is trying to find her place in the world. She's going to be struggling with these things for the rest of her life. Things like this don't just go away overnight. But I think she has seen the support and feels the support. And I, I hope she writes more. Maybe not in their memoir because again, like, what else is she going to write about? She hasn't, she's still got a lot more life to live in. This book covers up, I think, almost till present day. But I would love to see her hand at fiction. The way she writes is very addicting and very accessible and very raw. And I have to admit, I would love to see what would happen if she wrote fiction. I, I think she would be really good at that. And I wish she would and I hope she does in the future because I think she really has a knack for writing. I really think she does and I would love to see more of it but let me know are there other celebrity memoirs or other 
memoirs just in general that you think I should check out. Have you read bad ones? Have you read good ones? L let me know. Again, if you are to read memoir, I think this is the one I would recommend, especially modern time memoirs. I think it, I think it's very good. There are very few memoirs that really impacted me or that I really liked in general, and this is one of them. I think it's actually probably one of my favorite books I have read. I gave this a five-star review. But that's the end of this episode. Next week, we're going to be read Earthlings, which I have heard a lot of reviews about. I have been avoiding, like, a lot of reviews. Like, I've just heard, like, recommendations, like, oh, you should read this book, like, on different forums. I've been avoiding reviews and summaries of it because I'm not pulling the same thing I did with the Song of Achilles anymore. I'm not doing the same thing anymore and making that mistake. And then next Friday, we're going to be having a guest on the show, the first guest, my friend Brian, and we're going to be talking about Norse mythology and his time. He's actually studying in Iceland right now for his master's, and it'll be so cool to talk about him. He knows so much about it, and I'm really looking forward to sharing all of that with you guys because he's absolutely fantastic. I'm really looking forward to that. And then I'm really looking forward to the rest of the episodes with you guys. Like I've said in the past couple episodes, I'm already starting to plan season three. If you have any recommendations or things you want me to talk about or if you want to be on the show, I, I love having guests on. I definitely want you to have more guests on because I think it brings more. I mean, I am only one person and I'm limited with my knowledge. I do a lot of research for episodes and even then, I'm nowhere near some people that like this is their niche and they know it. So I would love to have you on if you have something you want to talk about or if you just kind of want to mess around, talk about books. Maybe have you read a bad book and you want to come on and talk about bad books? I love talking about bad books. But again, please reach out to me. I don't bite, I promise. I'm very open to having guests. And thank you for stopping by. The support has been amazing for season two. I'm looking forward to wrapping the season up. I think we have, I think we have six weeks left. And thank you for the support. And as always, this has been the notes from the library.